0: Hi, I'm Lauren.
1: And I'm Mary.
0: We're two best friends who've known each other since we were five.
1: Now we're 30 and we are thirsty for information.
0: And hungry for knowledge. Join us every week as we explore two topics. Everything from organs to orgies and so much more.
1: Subscribe to our podcast to learn along with us.
0: We promise we'll have a good time. Welcome, everyone.
1: (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to the last episode of Season 1. We are glad that you're joining us for our last episode. Thank you for listening to us Thank for you. this past season. Uh, we'll be taking- we,
0: don't, we don't need you.
1: <laughs> we don't need you. We could do this on our own, which we did. Fun story. I don't know if we ever said this, Lauren, but hmm. we actually were doing this before we started the podcast. And then we were like, what? If we're going to do all this, we should just record it. And so here we are. It's true. We call them learning Wednesdays. And those are some lost episodes. If you think about it, those are gone forever. Uh, yes. So now all you have is this season one.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, the,
1: whole, the glimmer in your eye of season two.
0: The <laughs> <A> glimmer <laughs> in your eye. <laughs> Okay, so this episode, we are answering some questions from our listeners.
1: Woohoo! Thanks, everyone, for submitting.
0: No, I'm not thankful. Not one person asked us how we are doing.
1: Oh, my God, you're right.
0: (laughs) It is a pandemic, and I took that personally.
1: (laughs) They just wanted to know shit about
0: tsunamis
1: (laughs) and baklava and Christmas trees you are right lauren
0: so rude not one point
1: oh it's all about me Ooh, what can i get from lauren and mary wow
0: wow we see you we know what we are to you
1: okay so you submitted your questions and we have answered
0: them here so let's get into it our first question comes from our number one fan (laughs) ashley blinstrub
2: Hello Lauren and Mary, this is Ashley. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and I have two questions for you. The first one is, we all know that Mary cried when she learned about what periods are, but was there a particular fact that Mary learned that made her cry the most? My second question is, what is your process for researching your topics? What sources do you normally go to? How long does it take you? I just want the behind the scenes of the podcast. You are both doing a great job. I love your listening to your podcast each week. And I'm excited for this new episode.
1: Okay, Ashley, thank you for that question.
0: And thank you too. for loving our Podcast, we Yeah, love you thank you too. for being a,
1: a big supporter. Um, we, okay, I will address this first. Mm-hmm. What about periods made me cry? Um, the answer is everything. <laughs> it was just the reality of it. It wasn't anything specific. It was just like, wait, are you fucking kidding me with this information? How am I going to, I went through my life thinking like I knew everything I was going to face. And then- all of a sudden you tell me about this horrible atrocity that I will have to endure for my whole life. Only, and then only when till you're 65. When it's over, it's even worse. <laughs> menopause. I didn't even learn about menopause then. Imagine
0: <laughs> if
1: I had. In terms of our processor researching, I'm not um, done with
0: the periods. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> so should we be telling our kids earlier about periods?
1: No, I was nine. That's early
0: enough. But you felt blindsided by it.
1: Well, I was also learning about Santa Claus. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he's not real. And that wasn't cool. That was all in the same year.
0: Oh, I Ooh, see. That could have been. I think we're getting to the heart of it. Now. Yeah, I
1: think so too. <laughs> um,
0: our can I address
1: the next question
0: now? You, you are permitted.
1: So about our process for researching questions. Lauren and I do it a little bit differently. I just start, uh, maybe it's a little similar, but I like to just read about it first. Uh, Maybe it's a Wikipedia, a log Wikipedia article or something, and then I'll just dive into the things I feel are interesting and then look at various sources for that. I find myself on history.com a lot, Hmm. but I can't remember any other websites that are like... uh, Definites,
0: yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm always on like some kind of history thing. Um, Lauren, my process: I will first of all type in a couple things in Google and then pull up like twelve tabs. I'm a tab queen. (laughs) Um, and then I'll kind of, well, I'll probably start with like Wikipedia to get an overview of whatever it is we're looking. Right, and then I'll cross reference all the other tabs I have pulled up to see what's more interesting, what information, what sites have more in depth information. What sites don't, and then I'll kind of close out some of the tabs that aren't as helpful. Then I'll just start writing stuff down. Um, I find myself on Smithsonian a lot. Um, I try, I do try, and make sure that there are a couple of .orgs in there, so I'm pretty sure that the information is accurate. Yeah, while we are researching very cursorily, we are making sure that the information we are giving is relatively accurate.
1: Yeah, and then both of us have a notebook. We have yes, old school. Yeah, we We are. Write it down, and then we read it. It's right here. Okay.
0: (laughs) God, hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Now listen to mine. (laughs) Oh, Uh, thick. You can thick. thick. You can tell. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's take our next uh, question.
1: So this one is actually a comment from Laura about a previous episode. This was um, relating back to our Olympics, uh, weird Olympic sports episode. So we had mentioned horse dressage and we totally shit on it. And we're like, what is that? It's so funny because it's like a person on a horse dancing around. Here we are being schooled about horse dressage.
3: Hi, this is in response to the strange Olympic activities specifically dressage. And I just wanted to point out that while it looks silly and you can make light of it, it happens to be a very difficult activity with the movement between the rider and the horse. And all communication is done with different pressures from the rider with their legs, not using the reins. And if you look at the hooves of the horse, you might notice that first they're leading with the right foot or they're re- leading with their left foot or hoof and they go on a diagonal or they go sideways or they change the pace of their movement while still moving forward. They're doing a bigger step in between. It's just really hard. And I thought you might want to know that it was not a silly event.
2: I'm going to so go, go ahead
0: on. and say, <laughs> I still don't think it's really <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate what your mother in law is trying to do, Mary. But yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Nope. <laughs> it's, still, <laughs> it's still moving fast and slow. It
1: is moving fast and slow. So I looked it up myself, and two things I
0: appreciated about it
1: were: number one, it's cruelty free. This is not like crazy it like horse be. abuse or anything. I feel so like that's good. good without
0: saying. Like horseback riding is abuse free. Well, that's one of my pluses. Really? Okay. Don't take that
1: from me. It is choreography, so they are actually memorizing these and doing them, uh-huh. and it's kind of long, so they have to memorize all the stuff. So interesting, but people dance. There are dancers, and they remember choreography, and they have to work with other bodies as and well. Their own body. Their own. So the reason why I I can appreciate, like you know random activities that people perfect this happens to be one of them that i would never do it's very obscure to me but i don't understand why it's in the olympics because Mm -hmm. maybe we can think about this but like in the olympics it's like the the presentation of like amazing athleticism and human bodies and this one happens to be like on a horse, and to me, the horse is doing all the physical activity, right? So and you're why- just
0: squeezing your legs sometimes,
1: right? So why is that an Olympic sport? I guess is my question. I think, uh, whatever, I do your do your horse dressage, but like don't I do think it about, there. don't <laughs> <laughs> I think about like other other equivalent uh, Olympic sports? And I could think of like bobsled because you're like using an uh, an item, but it's still like mostly body. Yeah. Uh, like skiing, like anything you're, you're using some kind of equipment, but like, this is like literally using a horse. So that's why I was like, what, why is this in the Olympics? I think that
0: is a really good point. Um, I will also say as far as choreography goes, like I can appreciate that. I'm sure horse dressage is hard and like, it takes real skill, blah, blah, blah. Um, But dancing just looks cooler. Watching the horse go (laughs) fast and slow. Like, unless you know what horse dressage is, Mm-hmm. And, like, what's hard about it and stuff like that. It doesn't look like anything. It looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Dancing, which I also don't know a lot about, looks great. <laughs> Let's watch some things that, like, skiing, same thing. Flips and shit on snow, looks really cool. Horses moving fast and slow on on diagonals or in straight lines. I mean, come on. <laughs> Okay, so let's move into our next um, voicemail, which we received from a very special Lord of
2: the Dead.
1: (laughs) And this is in response to our Satanism episode.
2: Lauren and Mary, this is Satan. You did not represent my followers properly.
0: I feel ashamed. I'm so sorry, Satan. I'm so sorry. I
1: have another question for Satan. What is it about it that was misrepresented?
0: I have another question for Satan. Why are you listening to our podcast?
1: (laughs) I am so happy that someone like him, with all the influence
0: he has, is listening to us. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Satan, if you could tell your friends and family... (laughs) to listen
1: every monday (laughs)
0: um Um, i don't know what else to say about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's it thank you for your submission okay Uh, now we have a
0: question from i don't believe this person has a name okay and they have some questions i don't have a name when are you going to go on tour with the podcast um just wondering a few things as well um What's your favorite color, and uh, how often are you using it in your daily life? Mm-mm. For me, it has to be probably orange. I use it when I eat an orange.
1: <laughs> Lauren, mm-hmm. yeah, is that just you in mm. the terrible accent?
0: Nope that that person didn't have a name at all. <sighs> okay. So let's dive into their questions. <laughs>
1: Like you started out with some accent and then it became Scottish or something. Mm -hmm. I am amused, but let's move on to... You don't want to get into the
0: colors?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into some real questions from actual listeners. Okay. Okay. Play the next one, please.
0: Hi, it's me, Oprah. Uh, I just want to say you guys are doing great and I'm going to feature you on my favorite things this year and I'm going to give you $12 million uh, so just send me your account numbers now, why are you the money um, my email address you'll be getting from me is definitely, it's me Oprah for sure at uh, hotmail.com so just trust that and don't ask any questions and I'm definitely giving you money and not the other way around okay, thank you very much, you have a good day Lauren! <laughs> What that was Oprah! Oh my God, that was Mary. That was definitely Oprah. <laughs> definitely for for it's her for sure. <laughs> it what <sounded> I to just <laughs> like her?
1: It just like her. I'm gonna give her all thy money.
0: <laughs> and that um, was a lesson in resisting con artists. I know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like,
1: really great job gleaning information about con artistry.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. See. Useful question.
1: Okay, please tell me there are no more.
0: Mm, There's only one (laughs) way to find out. Okay.
1: This next question I think is real.
3: Why does anyone like pandas?
0: Okay, so that's your husband, Scott. And he brought this up because he hates pandas because he thinks they're (laughs) useless and stupid and all the kinds of things. And I took this question because we decided to kind of switch off on questions that were real. (laughs) So I just, first of all, want to say that these were the things that I came across when researching why does anyone like pandas? Um, Business Insider has an article titled, Why Pandas Are the Most Overrated Animals on the Planet. (laughs) Eco Business has an article, Why I Hate Pandas and You Should Too. Pop Science has an article, how to (laughs) argue with someone who says pandas deserve to die. (laughs) So here is the reason why Scott and people like him do not like pandas. They cost a bunch of money to keep because you technically have to rent them for China and they cost like over a million dollars a year. And if they have a cub, that is an additional like $600,000. They don't breed well and they're lazy. I'm here to debunk those myths. Okay.
1: <laughs> He's in good company, though. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He really is. Um, so pandas aren't really bad at sex. It's just that humans are really bad at replicating uh, their natural environment in captivity. So pandas normally have, like, these month-long mating rituals along these really high ridges. And oh. it's just impossible to replicate that kind of thing in a zoo. We can't
1: get up there.
0: Yeah. And they also mostly have threesomes. Um, oh,
1: my God. Pandas. pandas. I think humans are just jealous. <laughs>
0: the, the, definitely. Um, so that is part of it. It's not that pandas are bad at breeding. It's that humans can't set them up with the right environment to make them want to breed. Um, and then people, some people say they should die because of natural selection and stuff like that. Like, they're dying out. They're not populating correctly, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the problem with that is the only reason they are endangered, the only reason they are, like... A, Nature species list is humans' fault. That it's exclusively human. Related. I can't wait
1: for Scott to listen. To so this. there is
0: some um, responsibility we have to preserve them, since it's our fault they're not preserved.
1: And now let's get why? into
0: why they're actually Very cute.
1: Yeah, like why are they the face of the World Wildlife Foundation?
0: Okay, well humans are basically pre-programmed to nurture things with big eyes and like big features and round cheeks and baby features and things like that. So that's what pandas look like. They also kind of (laughs) toddle around and somersault for fun. And we're like, that's cute. Uh, They're also really rare. So we find that interesting and they sit like humans and remind us of ourselves. We also think they're really cuddly, but in the wild they have really strong bites and they like chomp each other and chomp on things. And sometimes they eat goats and stuff.
1: Oh my god, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so like they're not as cute as we think they are. And I'm sorry, they're, they're not...
1: murdering goats and eating goats?
0: When they can't That's... have bamboo.
1: Dude, that is badass. I thought they were vegans.
0: No, they're not really. Bamboo is just the most abundant resource. So they eat what's available to them because it's there.
1: You might have changed Scott's mind.
0: All right, let's move on.
1: Okay, this question comes from Caitlin, and she wants to know a little bit about fashion. Okay, hello, it's Caitlin. I have a question for the podcast that I'm dying to know. So those cute shoes and the tight corsets that you wore back in the day, do those have any effect on your health? Um, And what about, like, AirPods in the ears? Basically, does fashion hurt you that is what I want to know good luck and I'm waiting for the answer okay does fashion hurt good question
0: conspiracy theorist Uh,
1: (laughs) with the airpods with the airpods (laughs) yes okay I'll address airpods first then it is a conspiracy yeah
0: wait but like
1: okay AirPods do not cause cancer, or there is no cancer-causing evidence. Rather, yeah, like Apple could there's... afford the lawsuit. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> very small amount of radiation comes from like Bluetooths and cell phones and stuff, um, but there's nothing that says it causes cancer. Corsets. There is something called waist training, sure. made popular by the Kardashians a bit. In modern day, women are wearing corsets for, like, a few hours a day to maintain or, like, get an hourglass figure.
0: Are those even popular anymore? I guess so. Okay.
1: I so, just don't know. I don't know. There are a bunch of articles about, like, how to do it right um, and good things that happen from it, like improving your posture, oh. Um, losing weight, which... Is really due to the fact that it's restricting your stomach and you literally can't fit anything else in it oh my when God, you're eating? That sounds
0: awful. That's awful? I'm hungry thinking um, about that.
1: It's um like physical rehab. It like hmm. helps with pain. Um, if you had like a back surgery or something.
0: Really? Um, they give you a corset?
3: Well
1: no give you a and like any doctors like yeah,
0: <laughs> the doctor's like try this on for size i'd love to see what you look like in this <laughs> that's Maybe. when it's time to find a new doctor <laughs>
1: <laughs> um cons if you train wrong
3: mm. you
1: might like be tightening it too much and you might restrict your breathing um it's been known to give you like acid reflux Uh, You could get like a few bruises and it does decrease your core strength. So like Hmm. you're not using your abs when a corset is holding you up.
0: Mm, That's a good Um, point.
1: Basically, corsets can't really hurt you unless you're wearing them incredibly tightly. Um, Stilettos, Mm. definitely painful and not good for you.
0: No, the worst. You
1: are basically standing on your toes, tilting forward. Therefore, you are overarching your back, straining your hips, back, knees, ankles, and feet. And how good
0: do your legs look?
1: (laughs) Oh my god, so hot.
0: (laughs) Uh, A leg that's just a little bit up is so much sexier than a leg that is down.
1: (laughs) So is arthritis when you're 50. So, those are painful and hurt and cause chronic illnesses. Hmm. So, that's probably the worst of those three
0: all right well hopefully people are taking a break in quarantine
1: yes uh not walking around in stilettos in their apartment
0: (laughs) i mean you do you we have another question that came in via text or i guess what's the way to just say like a dm Mm -hmm, that's it yeah yeah um we got this from nikki of nick hill swimwear she wanted to know why do tsunamis freeze,
1: which I had no idea. Tsunamis froze well, at all?
0: They don't. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, there is a thing in February 2019. There was a thing called an ice tsunami, in quotations, Ooh. Um, over the Midwest. It's generally called an ice shove. Uh, okay. It's very rare, but it's they've been like occurring and documented since 1822. Um, And it's a very special thing. It's not like when there's a giant tsunami and all of that ice freezes, that's like Mm -hmm. science fiction. Um, But basically when it's near springtime, and if you have ice covering large bodies of water beginning to thaw, um, if a sustained strong wind blows through that area, like for 12 hours or more, it has to blow, it pushes the ice to the water's edge Like, we're talking strong winds, 75 miles per, like, hurricane speed winds. And then when you have a sloping shoreline, the ice crashes over it and the winds continue pushing it. Um, So it's not really a tsunami. It just kind of looks that way because you're having a bunch of ice being shoved off the shore. It doesn't travel as far as a tsunami. Um, You know, generally, the, the destruction is near by the shoreline and not much further out, but it still can destroy homes and things depending on how much ice is being shoved and how close the homes are to the shore.
1: Do um, we know when it's coming?
0: Gen Generally, they can predict to some degree that, the, yeah, it's coming. Um, so like, I believe they had voluntary evacuations last year when the ice tsunami was coming in. And it was like, you can leave or not, but like, whatever, just be aware this is happening. Um, <laughs> Some ice is going to come in real slow. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like pretty intense. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, it's not tsunami level of danger where, you know, hundreds of th- or thousands of people are going to die, you know, and it's like pretty destructive. It's It's mm-hmm. also a lot less common of a thing. And it looks cool. It does look cool um let's go to the next question from my brother right, this,
1: this came from josh,
0: josh.
1: hi josh um <laughs> he asked i'm gonna just read this word for word mm-hmm. how come even though phones are so advanced now the audio quality of a call is virtually unchanged which is to say bad right though Ugh, i feel like phone calls are terrible And I just FaceTime people, or even FaceTime audio, because that's better.
0: Really? I never do FaceTime Uh,
1: audio. So I do that with...
0: uh, iPhone users?
1: I'm calling Canada.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Um,
1: So, yes, phone audio is known for trash quality. And you can thank our service providers. They're basically compressing voice... Um, to give bandwidth priority to what we care about and what's basically trending right now which is video so they like whatsapp if you call anyone on whatsapp it's better um if you call anyone on facetime audio if you call anyone with any kind of like digital audio it's better than the phone audio like
0: service provider hmm i did not know that
1: yes so it's because they're Actually, compressing it so you can use those other apps, and um that's I guess what I gleaned from this. It was very complicated to to learn about, though. Josh, thanks a lot. Rude,
0: rude. Make um, it do work.
1: Also, our phones that we have, the physical phone, is very has very small compressed speakers and mic, so it doesn't really give us the ability to have great audio. Mm. It's all about the look and the using of the apps and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all of that. So. Um, This was a little interesting. Also, did you know there's no dead silence? There's something called a comfort noise generator. So anytime there's silence to not make it awkward, they have this basically white noise
2: whoa
0: Whoa! we should make it awkward let people sit with what's going on
1: yeah i want i want that too for everyone yeah (laughs) maybe there'll be less calls and more
0: exactly there will be less calls people will get to the point faster
1: (laughs) (laughs) so okay that's phone quality cool that's my most technical i am gonna get
0: all right um that was pretty good and now we have a text message from Lauren, which is not me. I promise this one's not me. This one is your cousin, right? Yep. Uh, she asked, which country really created baklava? Because you guys are Greek. Um,
1: yeah, I want to know. Because Turkey's like, mm, our baklava is the best. And Greece is like, but we make it too. And then like the Middle East is like, but what? We make baklava with pistachios. And I just want to know what's right. You
0: want to know or Lauren wants to know what's really going on here? Okay, Lauren, Lauren wants dive to dive deep I... into the conspiracy theory <laughs> that Mary <laughs> is her cousin Lauren.
1: <laughs> I want Started
0: investigating you. this family in 1995.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also because I make baklava and I'm like, oh, it's got to be the best one, the Greek one.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what's the best one. That's subjective. But as to which country really created it. Uh, originated in the Ottoman Empire and don't hiss at me (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what what was that hissing for. Greece was a part of it
1: okay I thought we were talking straight Turkey
0: I let me get to that so the Ottoman Empire covered southeastern Europe places like Greece Turkey northern Africa uh, and western Asia
1: so it's everywhere.
0: It covered a large area. So no one really knows um, who exactly created it. But like it, documentation and linguistics of the word suggest it originated in Turkey. But every region kind of had their own version of it, much like it's still happening today. Um,
1: and my so, version has a little bit of whiskey in it.
0: D- no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I thought you... Okay, well, we need that now more than ever. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's that. So that's good, good a really question. quick answer to that one. Is that everywhere right. and nowhere? But probably Turkey. Sorry.
1: All right.
0: I know you okay. don't like the answer, but that doesn't change what it is.
1: Well, it changes who we are as people now. Oh, so.
0: fundamentally, yes.
1: <laughs> um, all right, so this next one is...
0: From um, Debbie. Okay. Hi, my name is Debbie. I'm of the Little Debbie's fame. I was just calling to see if you'd like to eat one of my Little Debbie's, or as I like to call them, me's.
1: Lauren. (gasps) I couldn't even get it out. I couldn't even get it out. Are you? Little me's. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I like the laugh at the end. I could not keep it together. I <laughs> don't know where it came from.
0: I didn't know how to stop it. Uh, you really had a heyday you know on what the ever, I've now. never had a little Debbie. Get out.
1: <laughs> I, don't, Bad one? I don't even. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, I've had all those things like a little hostess shit, uh, Twinkies. What is a little Debbie? (laughs) They're me's. Wait, let me see little Debbie. Hold on. Let me just make sure I I see the picture of the little Debbie.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, those little. Oh, maybe I have like somebody brought those into like.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: No, but we had They I had them all. We probably have had a little Debbie. All right. Okay.
1: Please let that be the last one.
0: (laughs) We'll find out.
1: OK, so this next one comes from
2: Jesse,
3: the one Lauren's boyfriend. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Mary. Thanks for taking my call. I'm just sitting here inside looking at our Christmas tree and wondering why? What's the deal? Why do we take these trees and put them in our apartments and our homes and put lights on them and put little icicles and ornaments and stars on top? Um yeah. What's the deal, Leo?
1: Good question, and a festive one at that. <laughs> uh Christmas trees as we know them were from Germany. Um hmm. uh, so there were versions of Christmas trees, like kind of, not really, it's a big stretch, but in Egypt, Rome, the Druids and the Vikings, those cultures had like I don't know like sacrifices to the gods where they would like bring evergreens Mm. Um, but Christmas trees modern Christmas trees are from Germany in the 16th century um, Christians brought in um, wooden pyramids and dressed them up with evergreens because wood was (laughs) like a little more uh, rare so then um, apparently I don't know if this is a myth or not apparently Martin Luther Lit them up with candles. So one night he was like, We need a little candle on this. How many and, caught fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Pennsylvania Germans, uh, basically they were brought over from Germany. Mm. Pennsylvania Germans um, used them, decorated evergreen trees. New England Puritans did not like it. Oh, they, they hate got everything. It with pagan. Um, and in their society, if you were to decorate anything for christmas you were fined
0: what i love that that's hilarious (laughs) you want to experience festivity and joy five (laughs) hundred dollars uh who made it popular
1: queen victoria Mm -hmm. so there's a sketch of her and her family around um decorated christmas tree that made it popular she's quite the influencer okay um And then you'll see the White House adapting it and adopting it and the first person in her
0: blood red.
1: (laughs) The first person um, in the White House to have a Christmas tree was Franklin Pierce.
0: Oh, Uh, so he did do something.
1: mm -hmm. And then the Rockefeller tree, the first um, time the Rockefeller tree came about was in the Depression era um, in 1948. Hmm. Oh, of course, also like americans um took this idea and ran with it and like made christmas trees huge so like we are obviously the ones to make them literally physically huge
0: oh like oh yeah. or
1: ceiling in your home I rather see. than like a nice
0: four foot tree right uh, love they do love big era. things yeah okay all right that's that cool uh we have another voice message
2: Hey, Lauren and Mary, this is Matt Lindstrup. I'm wondering what's something your listeners will never learn about.
0: Something our listeners will never learn about? The stock market.
1: M- mortgages?
0: Mm-hmm. Probably the things we did, we recorded, or we didn't record when we were still doing this, like the Gowanus Canal. and uh randall's island
1: hyper local
0: -local things um
1: um you'll never know what we're wearing
0: or what we're thinking that's not true you You literally
1: we we actually literally did one about (laughs) what we're wearing
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay well you'll never know what you'll never learn about
1: you'll never know how tall we are
0: i'll never give that away
1: we could be two feet
0: Or 13 feet. You don't know. You don't. I think
1: we already gave away Lauren's shoe size at some point.
0: Okay, we did give that away. Um you'll never learn about what my favorite artifact is from Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I don't know. It's not papyrus, Mary. I don't know what it is. I haven't thought about it before now.
1: Okay. You don't we won't tell you what we don't know. (laughs) You'll never learn about something we don't want to learn
0: about. You'll never learn about the people that we throw under the bus. You'll never learn their last names.
1: You'll never learn... Um, what was the one you said? Oh, math. math. Mathematical <laughs> theories.
0: Abstract concepts. We're not getting into that.
1: No. Um, that's a great question, though.
0: Yeah, that was a good question. I enjoyed <laughs> that.
1: Next uh, question comes from Nate... From the New England uh, podcast. He wants to know can you sneeze with your eyes open? Um, the answer is yes. Really? But you have to of sick do it right there? What?
0: said, so what kind of sick individual can do that?
1: Well, you have to be very consciously uh, doing that. So you have to override this reflex that closes your eyes when you sneeze. Huh. So, like, they don't really know why it happens, but you close your eyes. Because, like, you're trying to expel everything from your system. And by closing your eyes, you're further preventing more shit from getting into your eyes. All right. (laughs) So, yes, if you're a psychopath, you can sneeze with your eyes open. Mm,
0: Psychopaths only. Got it. Got it. Um, And lastly, we have a text from Aunt Maddie. (laughs) um, Who asks, where are my shoes? And I did not know how to answer this so I googled where are my shoes and it was oh, a lot okay. of weird children's books but I would like to ask Aunt Maddie have you checked the hallway I would also and like to-
1: leave it at that.
0: <laughs> well like if she has pets they could be under the bed
1: oh they could be like taking their shoes and hiding them mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: well I hope since she did send us this question about a week ago I hope she's found them <laughs>
0: I (laughs) really hope she's found her shoes. (laughs) Um, Godspeed. Godspeed. Um, So that's that's it for our 2020 season. So still
1: stay tuned. Keep subscribing because we will have a couple bonus episodes coming out. Um, If you can believe it, they're stupider than our current episodes.
0: That's true. Can't argue (laughs) with that. Uh, and thank you again uh, for listening and learning with us.
1: Thanks, y'all.
0: No, nope, we don't say that.
1: Thank you, you all.
0: Much better. All right. And for the last time, good night.
1: Good night. Yeah. And leave us, leave alone. us alone.
0: Thanks so much for listening.
1: Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning
2: at com Or find us on Instagram at Learning with Lauren and Mary.